Okay, Bezras Hashem is Baruch Taira Tess. We are starting to Haimas Yechasyumu. This Taira is Lushin Rabbeinu Zal, uh, which uh, we've, we've already spoken out several times at this point. Some of the Taras were said over by Rabbi Nachman and then they were written over uh, by Rabbi Nassin and then shown to Rabbi Nachman and edited. Some were dictated or straight from uh, Rabbi Nachman's notes. And if you're sensitive enough, I think these are uh, perhaps a little bit more terse. But uh, but we go, it starts off from the Pasuk, to Haimas Yechasyumu, Yard of Mzalas Kmo Oven. So it's a Pasuk. Like from uh, from the Shiran Peshalach to Haimlois Yechasyumu, the deep waters covered them, Yarduvim Tsailais, and they descended into the depths, Kamai Oven, like stone. Okay, and we'll come back as we do to the Pnimius of the Pasuk at the end of the Tyra. So we are going to, this uh, This Tyra was said over, Shabbat uh, Shira in Yud Gimel Shvat, Tov Kuf Samach Gimel, the year 1803. Uh, and it's uh, before this before this Tyra, this one has parallels actually with the seventh Tyra. But uh, I have written over here from a note that uh, speaks out from Chaye Maran, that uh, before this Torah was a B'Kaidim, Shamra Torah Mishpat, Memuna, I'll just read the note, but before the seventh Torah was said over, Shamati I heard from Rabbeinu the Taira Kuf Yud Bez of Tsayar Taselateva, Vachasavti Masha Shamati, I wrote over what I heard, Kafi Masha Nitfas Basiminanal, like what's printed over there. But after that, Amra Taira Tahimas Yechesumu, he Rabbeinu said over the Taira, this Taira of Simon Tes, Visham Nichlal Ataya Tsayar Hanal, and in there is Nichlal, the ideas that we'll see in the Torah of Tzor, which is Kufiud Bez. Okay, uh, we said the date, uh, and there are many tyras that have parallel. There's many elements of this that find parallels in the uh, in the seventh tyra. We'll just say one more comment, and then we will start. The uh, the Rav Chaim Kramer note points out that uh, it also makes the the connection between this and the seventh tyra, which we saw, and he mentions that that tyra, which we will probably reference as we go forward, uh, references Tefillah and Amuna and Ms and. Uh, and but but he mentions that in the Tyra's in Zion in the earlier teaching, Rabbi Nachman focuses more on Ms and Amuna uh, coming from a uh, which are emanating from a tzaddik's advice, and over here we are focusing more on the seeking the truth in the prayer itself. So let us begin. If we're going to explain now that the Iker Chiyas, the essence of life, is uh, coming from Tefillah and through Tefillah, but with all of one's Kayach and Kavana, and we'll have to see ex- what that means in this context, a person is able to renew his source of life and his Chiyas, and he'll be Zaycha to Emunah. Ki Iker HaChiyas Tefillah. The Iker, the primary essence of life, a person receives through Tefillah, and this is in a spiritual sense, in a physical sense, uh, the Shefa, the attachment to Elohim Chayim, we are able to attach yourself to the source of life and gain life through tefillah, k'maysha kasav tefillah le'kel chayai. It's pasuk from Tehillim, the, the tefillah prayer uh, to to le'el chay, to God of my life. I guess well, the way that we're going to uh, explain it is tefillah le'kel is a tefillah to a kaddish baruch Hu is chayai. That that tefillah is my life. It's based on a, uh, a, a note here from Sefer Siach Sarfik Kaidesh. And therefore, a person needs to daven with all of his kayach. And this, uh, we're going to reference this in different uh, d- different elements. Rav Chaim Kraner points out a total concentration on the words being said, pronouncing the words audibly with all of one's strength, and trying one's best despite difficult circumstances. Now, there is a certain magic in the words. There are people, as we start davening, we don't understand necessarily every word. But in the context of this lesson that we're, uh, we're going to be seeing, uh, the idea of, of understanding what one's saying and davening with simplicity and a certain grounded MS, aside from any other, you know, kavanas that people invest in, but that's not what we're going to be saying. If you look in, just referencing the fifth Tyra uh, from Ice Gimel, uh, we were talking over there about being able to uh, sensitize oneself to, to mitzvahs and to Ratzon Hashem. And we discussed also over there uh, that as a person davens and davens with Tmimus and the words come out, we said that uh, he creates a certain re'amim, a certain thunder as the words impact his mind and then come back down to his heart to straighten out any akmimius shebelev, anything that was... Uh, 
anything that was crookedness in his heart, and he had this lashon also. So as a person davens with a kol, and this could be a, a loud kol, a physical kol, and also a kabana, a person could scream silently. And over there, that is how one generates thunder that's able to straighten out any crookedness that he has in his lave so that he can be aligned with Ratzon Hashem. So over here also, that's where a person draws chiyas, when a person can form that attachment to, to Hashem, um, a person needs to start off, uh, tefillah is what's going to form that connection. And it says further, uh, when a person generates this under, then he'll be able to be Nisairah's heart to daven with Kavana. So this davening over there, he's focusing on the idea of kol, is, 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 is wakens up Kavana. When a person invests his kayach into the Oisiyais, uh, and there's a difference, I guess, between the icy ice and the uh, and the words themselves. The uh, later on, we'll see it, uh, it's a suggestion that the investing one's uh, one's kayak into the words, the tevis of tefillah, is understanding what one's saying in context of bakashas, and the icy ice is uh, is actually attaching one. The nefesh Chaim discusses also actually attaching oneself to the to the letters that he's saying, forming that attachment to a kaddish baruch through the through the words of tefillah itself, and then. And it's going to go into himself, like we saw in the fifth Torah, a person generates this Ra'amim, but it's going to go into his heart, and he's going to be able to open up his heart to become a Kli, and be able to makabel this Chiyus from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it'll renew his own life. A Pasuk from Eicha, renewed each morning, Raba Munasecha. So let's see how we're going to learn this Pasuk. Ki Emunah hi Tfila. Emunah is Tfila. That when Moshe Rabbeinu had his hands up by the war with Amalek, it says that his hands were faithful. But the way that the Targum explains it is that they were spread out in tefillah. So we've seen over here already the, the concepts we've mentioned are chiyus, the source of life, and muna and tefillah that all, that all go together. Now, by the way, this is not the first time that we're mentioning these things. In the second tariff, we've all been together. We also, the first words of that tariff said that Iker klizeno shal Mashiach is tefillah, which is bechin of chaitem. Chaitem also is ruach, it's chiyus, it's breath. Umisham Iker chiyuso. So we, we discussed that in the context of of, uh, of Mashiach and went on, but also these ideas are starting to uh, to come together that tefillah is is chiyas, is ruach. Okay, so now now that we explain that as a person da, uh, davens and he prays, he connects himself to Kaddish Baruch Hu with his kayach and he's able to renew himself, his source of life, gashmi, in ruchnius and gashmius. Uh, now the problem is, is that there are certain challenges that we're going to encounter as a person wants to daven because one thing to understand is that even though a ruchnius system does not seem to be from our perspective as as tangible as grounded as the physical system that we see there is a, a spiritual physics if you will and there is a way that certain things work and therefore when it comes to tefillah also we have to be conscious of certain things that will uh, that will affect tefillah and will have an impact there are 12 shvatim who have their shayrash in shemayim Kneged the twelve mazalos, the twelve uh, systems of the zodiac, if you will. But if, as we understand the mazalos, we talk about reading like that. Avram Avinu was above the mazalos, but as a Kaddish Baruch Hu, as a Shtalshalis, uh, the, the power and the, the, how Kaddish Baruch Hu interacts with the world is relayed. There is a system of mazalos, and the twelve shvatim who each have their own natural, uh, you know, the, the way that they relate certain characters. So those are sourced also in Shemayim as they as they come down. V'chol shevet v'shevet yeshlo nos. And therefore, each shevet has their own nusach. And the Arizal talks about this also in terms of he brings it in Shara Kavanais. That uh, besides for other paragraphs that might be added in certain nusach uh, and davening, but that there are different words, the nusach sfard and nusach ashenaz and different nusachs, and each shevet it says the pasuk in Yecheskel that there were twelve sha'arim uh, in the in the base hamikdash in the in that vision. Talking about the third base hamikdash, I guess, but it says that there are twelve shvatim and that there would not need to be uh, twelve sha'arim. There would not need to be twelve different gates if there, if it wasn't that each each shevet has its own shayresh and each shevet is going to 
come into their own gate. And he continues, says, Their tefillahs are different. So each Shevet comes to encounter HaKadosh Baruch who comes into the base HaMikdash through its own gate. And that's where, that's, that's where it lines up. It's able to uh, go back to its source, be able to go to, to, to its source and how it connects to, to the, uh, again, we said that, that through its, its natural inclinations, through the Mazalos, but trace its where it's getting its shefa from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, in line with where it's coming down. So go, go to the beginning of its pipe, so to speak. And therefore, there's a shower where each one of them will, uh, will, will its tefila will enter. It will be able to connect to the source of its shefa, each shevet. So each shevet had its own uh, its own portion in Eretz Yisrael. Each portion of Eretz Yisrael might have had different uh, plant life, certain growth, herbs, whatever it is, certain things that manifest in nature. That each part of the land has had its own characteristics, and that comes uh, from from the bounty that's granted by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the way. This, this is the way that the world uh, that the world we're going to see soon is structured. That as we dive into Akadosh Baruch Hu and we connect, we create an awakening, so to speak, from down below. And Akadosh Baruch Hu responds with a shefa and a bounty from above, and we form this connection. And therefore, each shevet is going to the to, to the source. Akadosh Baruch Hu set up a system where different people and different shvatim have have their own character, and they are able to attach themselves at the source of their pipeline coming down from Akadosh Baruch Hu, and Hashem responds in. Kind, so that they are going to affect, so to speak, at the, at the source of their mazal, and Hashem will send down the tzemach, the growth, and the bounty that they need uh, when it's lined up appropriately. Vizet perush. That a star will go forth from Yaakov, and a sheva will get up from Yisrael. The shot in the Pasuk itself from Rashi is that uh, Rashi says, But uh, so that, that's a reference to the, the star coming forth and Mashiach, but with David Amelach coming out from, from Yaakov Avinu, but it's Pasuk in Bamidbar, Kafdali, Yudzayin, but we're going to touch up the Pasuk like this. It says, Yisrael, come is a lushan of Amida, it's a lushan of getting up, it's a lushan of Tfilas, Pasuk and Tehillim, it says Vayamod Pinchas Vayafalel. When a shevet from a certain of a certain character of, from Yisrael stands up to come to encounter to come close to create a connection with a kaddish baruch hu, so we said that the kaychav like mazalais. So as a, a shevet, as a person comes and initiates or continues on, draws uh, that connection between him and a kaddish baruch hu, he does it in line with his character and ultimately in line with the Shefa that's going to be granted back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He lines up the spiritual pipeline appropriately. And then the Kaychav that mazalos that a kaddish baruch said in place this channel responds in kind and it causes that this person or this shevet you know the, the one who's davening is going to have his bounty in kind in response to the tefillah there's not even a blade of grass any growth any shefa that Hashem is giving that doesn't have a the mazalos a kaychav a star or a malach which is a, a, a spiritual pipeline. In other words, nothing is just grow, is growing. Anything in this world is not just on autopilot on its own. Anything that happens that is invested with growth, uh, with, with, with any sort of investment of energy, has, however you frame it in terms of but is invested with an ongoing pipeline, with a pipeline of ongoing energy from Hashem, that it says that it should grow. Uh, alternatively, uh, another one of those farms says maka is, uh, is, uh, is to hit, but it's a lesson of symptom that if anything would just be exposed to divine energy, it would like burn up. So a Kaddish Baruch Hu tailors as it is the system of spiritual energy to give each one what it needs and the way that it needs it, kafi uh, the kli that it is, in order to be able to have that, uh, that usable energy. And therefore, this is the, this is the, the, the way that we're going to understand this pasuk, derach kochav miyakov, that how is it that things are going to grow uh, the, uh, down here? Aidei through, v'kam shevet miyakov, 
Yisrael that through the way that we daven, we're going to get the appropriate energy from these mazalos. That a person's his sustenance is as kasha, is as challenging, if you will. It's as hard, but it's like kriyas yamsof. What's the connection to kriyas yamsof? Well, first of all, also the kasha zivugo kriyas yamsof, and also a person's zivug to find one's mate. Or the notes over here will also tie this to shalom bias uh, in the context of our lesson. But we're tying one's sustenance and one's zivug uh, to kriyas yamsof. Now, what's going to be that connection? Ki yamsof nikra lishneim asar karayim. Because yamsof was split into, the Medrash tells us, into 12 different lanes. Each shevet had its own lane. And the, 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 when the yamsof split and nature was broken, that happened through the tefillah of the shvatim. And the way that the HaKadosh Baruch Hu responded, and yes, overriding nature, because tefillah, is above nature, uh, like we discussed also. We talked about that in the beginning of the seventh Torah, but that responded to each Shevet in kind, and therefore they ended up having each one their own lane through the Yamsuf. And each one had its own, its own path, now, Bnei Yisrael cause so that that's one connection between uh, between Kriyas Yamsuf and the Shvatim that we're talking about. We'll have to tie in the Mizonos. Now, second of all, Bnei Yisrael through their Tefillah also are able to cause a Zivug of Kuchabrichu Shechinte. If you say L'Shem Yichud, so this Lashon might sound somewhat familiar. Now, this is a concept that is above us, but just for our purposes, we'll just. Uh, Read from a from a, a, a line over here that's in the Priyets Chaim. It says that we've discussed that there are the certain spheres and partsufim ways that Hakadosh Baruch Hu deals with the world, and Hashem set up the nature of the spiritual reality and the spiritual dynamic that there's always a giver and a taker. There's a, there's a R and there's a Kli. There's a Zachar and a Nekeva, and then there makes a Zivug, and then there's an, there's a there's a, after that zivug, so then some, there, there's something is produced from that zivug, and then it, it goes on, the chain goes on. And we've discussed that the, from the seven lower spheres after the mochen, so then there is, we, we call that, uh, zer anpin, which is a chesed, uh, gruet feres netzach hod yesod, and then there's malchus, which is at the bottom, and he, we, the way that the Priyatz Chaim sets it up, he says that, uh, that the, the zer anpin is the giver in this context, and the, the malchus, which we've said before, is like the shechina is leis le- de klum, that it doesn't have anything of its own, that is in this context the recipient, and therefore it causes this spiritual relationship in how a Kaddish Baruch who gives over to the world in the system of having a giver and a taker, it causes a zivug in that, it gets to be brought together, and therefore it causes the shechina to be manifest, and when we say that we want to have a hashra sashchina, or we, we sometimes refer to it as malchus, so that makes it that Hakadosh the Shechina is going to be manifest, meaning that it's going to be shared in Israel, and that you are going to see a reflection that of of what Hakadosh Baruch Hu's investment into the world. We're going to see the presence of the Shechina even in the world as we have it. And the Iker Kavan of the Tefillah is to bring in this manifestation of the Shechina into the world to line up the malchus, to line up the Shechina, to line up the reflection of Hakadosh Baruch in this world. We've spoke about like the Levant reflecting back at the sun that we, to, to line this up so that we see a manifestation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in the world and that happens through tefillah. So again, difficult concept. Hopefully we ex- at least explain something that's correct and it makes sense. But in any event, we say that Kriyas Yamsuf happened through tefillah and the response of that tefillah was, uh, of the response to that tefillah was actually a splitting up of Kriyas Yamsuf connected the tefillah at its shayresh so that each of the 12 shvatim that have their own pathway and connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that they are able to initiate and engage in through each one's specific tefillah resulted in each one having its own path through the Yamsuf, its own path where HaKadosh Baruch Hu broke nature in almost a different way, uh, so to speak, for each one of them. 
And also, we're going to see that tefillah is goyreim a zivug uh, in a in a kaddish baruch Hu. Obviously, these are in our terms. A kaddish baruch Hu is one, so a zivug is between two things. But again, within the system that a kaddish baruch Hu set up, there's a giver and taker, and there's this notion of a zivug kamosha kasev soilu l'roichev aravais. That is really a praise to the ones who ride in the heavens, so to speak. But we are going to touch this up like this. Solu is to praise. It's lashon of tefillah. Roichev da kodesh brichu. A kaddish baruch Hu is the one who's Writing, so to speak, who's on top of Aravais Dashkinte, and Aravais is something, it's literally, it means a mixture, but it's going to be a reference of the Shchinish and it's Arav Bakol Hagvanim, that it mixes up all of the, there are certain colors, there's different representations and Mashalam that we give to the spheres. So the Shchina, we said, the, the, the Malchus, the Shchina, what comes last, which plays the role, which is in the role of being in the recipient, is not generating anything of its own, but what it is, is it's the cleave for what comes before it, and therefore, each one of the spiritual energies from the sphere, from the spheroids that are above the Shechina generate their own character and they all come to a head, so to speak, in the Malchus and that's like the universal Kli and therefore it's like Arvus, it's mixing up the colors or it's mixing up, it's to produce from what come beforehand to make a, to, to reflect the Shechina down below. And Kefi, the Zivug that a person is able to generate so so therefore there's a Midah Keneged Midah going on. HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds in kind, as it were, to our tefillah. So since our tefillah is able to generate, so to speak, a zivug upstairs, it's able to generate a certain, uh, a certain isarusa uh, dilasata, we're able to, to turn to, to turn up, up the energy down here so that our Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to respond in kind, resulting in spiritual energy going to the world, and that's in the form of a zivug to the Shekhinah. So therefore, it will respond in kind, and we will be zayichet to a zivug and down here, or again, if we've already been zeichet to find our mate too, uh, it'll also help with shalom bayis. Uh, now, tefillah that we have is 12 different nischais, because we said the, the, in order for the hose to line up well with the faucet, so it has to be, the, it has to be it's, it's fit in a very specific way. So if one person has one spiritual character, another person has another spiritual character, so the way that he connects at the source has to be something that's fitting for him. So the, the way that this system was set up via Klal Yisrael is after the Avais, so Yaakov, we, we said before, we'll speak out again, was Nichlal, all of the 12 Shvatim, but as Klal Yisrael formed itself as a nation, there were 12 different tribes, each with their own character and each with their own way to connect to their source. And therefore, Tefillah also, this connection with Hashem, with their source of Chiyas, is going to be in the form of 12 Neschais. Lafichach hazivog kakriyas yamsuf and therefore, the zivug or creating the zivug, the the tefillah that that is able to generate this response from a kaddish baruch Hu, and also Kriyas Yamsuf, which was another response to the twelve Shvatim's tefillah, also came at us in the form of twelve, and uh, therefore there are twelve different nischaos. Uh, period. Now. So that's one of the kasha, by the way, because we don't all know. We're going to have to speak out, you know, so how do we approach this? But it's in order for a person to find their, uh, their correct fila and their correct nusach, this is why the Arizal says a person has to be very careful. It's not just changing nusachs willy-nilly. If a person has a messairah coming, coming down, which nusach they daven, they should stick to their nusach. But this is why it's kasha tefilaisav. Why? Because in order to affect the, 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 the spiritual response that we're looking for, a person has to be able to daven appropriately and in order to, to find one to, to that but that's on us that's not on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that's very uh, that could be a big challenge that's that's Kasha so and it lines up the same way if we line it up appropriately a Kaddish Baruch Hu will break nature for us but we have to be able to line up our tefillah appropriately so this also, that we said it's kashem zaynaisav shel kriyas yamsuf. So kriyas yamsuf is showing that since tefillah is above nature, so hakadosh baruch hu responds in kind to the tefillah, and that's yamsuf that's above nature. But it's also tied to parnasa because again, there's mida keneged mida. When we daven, so in a certain sense, we're being mefanes mefanes. We'll have to say what that means. We're giving sustenance laviam shabashemayim. We're giving sustenance to hakadosh baruch hu. Why? Because like we said, that this world is set up with 
life, a give and a take. There's, so what HaKadosh Baruch Hu could just give infinitely, so to speak, but what he does is he set up a system where there's going to be an Isarusa de la Sata, and there's going to be an Isarusa de la Ela, so we are going to generate something from below, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will respond in kind. What that means is that if we have a weaker tr- trigger, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, will now will be held back because it's a system that he put into place, but he will generate something weaker. So it's, it's as if, it's that when we give our tefillah, so then we are giving HaKadosh Baruch Hu power because he's going to respond in kind with a much stronger response. So in a certain sense, when we when we daven, so it's as if we are giving we are sending up the juice for Hakadosh Baruch Hu to respond in kind. It's one of the things that's that's brought that if a person eats before they daven, so then what they're really doing is that they're sustaining themselves in a certain way. They're giving themselves energy to go forward before they're sending they're, they're sending parnasa. They're giving mazon and sustenance upstairs, and that's inappropriate. The Nefesh Chaim talks about that as well. So, but uh, it's coming off of a zayin. In Parshas Vayikra, read the uh, read the in the Targum in the Hebrew. It says Borei B'Shosh and Nimtza Mazayin Lamata Nimtza in Mazayin Lamala, etc. etc. It goes on. It brings Zor and Pinchas Parnasa Lo Roy Lishol Rak LaAchar Tefilo Parnasa Ribono Hamelach Yochal Betchila Viach Kach Yochlu Avadav. So it's based on it's based uh, it's based in Kabbalah that it's appropriate for us to send the muzzon upstairs before we start sustaining ourselves. So again, again, Amida, we said come before, uh, come, come, uh, uh, come, the selection of come, the selection of Amida is a lashon of tefillah, and v'yamideha liyakov l'chaik, so tefillah stands up for Yaakov, who is nichlal, the 12 tribes, l'chaik, for chayk could be the statutes, the laws, but chayk also is a lashon of mezainais. So it says it stands tefillah for Yaakov for sustenance. V'chayk lishna de mezainahu. Chayk a lashon of sustenance, and ve'ein amida le'tefillah, and amida is tefillah, and therefore we see. That in order to have chayik, in order to have sustenance, which is a lashon of parnasa, so then that that tefillah will generate mazan upstairs, and then that will come down downstairs. Now th- we showed really this uh, where we are able to generate parnasa going in one direction from bottom up, and now we're going to finish the raya and show where it comes back down. Vizet perish shamru edaisav. If we guard Hashem's edus testimonies, which we'll say is tefillah also. Then we will get Parnasa back down. Edus Zetfila. Kamosha Kasav Shifteka, which we said that the 12 Shvatim are representative Tfila. Edus is also going to be a Lashon of Tfila. Lahaydais Lashem Hashem. So if the Shifteka are Tfila, and Tfila is a Bechin of 12 Shvatim, and that's Edus, so that is going to continue. Lahaydais Lashem Hashem. Which also is a bechina of tefillah. Gam amru chachmein zechron levracha ein edus ele ba'amida. Because when one gives testimony, they are do it standing up. Va'amida zet tefillah, and so we see that tefillah is called edus. Shanu me'ida malachdu. So because we are testifying to Yichud Hashem to a kaddish baruch Hu, and therefore it comes out that the pasuk says shamru edaisav that when klal Yisrael are shamer that when they're guarding tefillah, which is called edus, then v'chayk nasan lamai, then a kaddish baruch Hu is going to give them sustenance. The same way we send Muzon sustenance upstairs, which gives HaKadosh Baruch Hu or provides him in, within his system with the fuel that he should respond back with uh, with Shefa. So, so too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds in kind, gives us our Parnasa. Because our Mizaynais is going to be divided up into 12 paths, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is responding in line with the tefillah, and since the tefillah is, there's qualitatively 12 different types of tefillah that are in line with the 12 different shvatim who have the nature of their sustenance and their chelik in Eretz Yisrael is different, so therefore it's in 12 different way, way interactions and ways of dealing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore a person needs a big chos, it's very kasha, a person needs a big chos to be able to line up the pipeline on our end properly 
so that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will respond in kind. That all of my days I was mitstar, I, was, I troubled myself on two things. The pshat in this is that, is that uh, he should daven very close to his bed, meaning to when he wakes up and Kriyashma before he goes to sleep, but in other words, that he shouldn't engage in any business and anything like that before he davens. So davening should be immediately upon waking up. But we are going in the Panemius to say Limitasi doesn't just mean bed, it's also the letters of Mata, of a Shevet. Because there are 12 Matos, the Shvatim are called uh, Matos. And each one has its own gate uh, as it encounters Akadosh Baruch that his tefillah should not be distanced, misaligned with his mata, with the shar from his shevet, with his source of sustenance and source of, of where, where he's going to be able to daven, HaKadosh Baruch who's going to send back Shefa down. And that's why he bedafka alludes to this with a lushin of mita of a bed because ki mita lushin zivug. We're also incorporating the other idea that a mita because how is it that our tefillas work? How is it that tefillah lines up that Hashem sends it back down? It's because it causes what's called a zivug in Shemayim. So that when we daven, we are causing a zivug between uh, this partnership, so to speak, in the different uh, in the different midas of our Kaddish Baruch Hu that that all. Ultimately, it generates a, a, a corresponding shefa that Hashem sends down here and it, it reflects itself in this world. And therefore, since tefillah Gener- uh, generates this zivug, so he uh, uh, and so Abishol, uh, Abba Ben Yamin used the lashon of mita. So ki mita lashon zivug, kamaimer asamach al mitasi shetehen Like it says over there in the Gemara, also that uh, Abishol would align his bed north south uh, between between Safain and Daraim. Uh, in order to, to be zoicha to a tailada from that, to be zoicha to banim, umita hu bechinas zivug, and mita is a bechina of zivug, like we said, that tefillah also causes it when it's uh, davened appropriately, and uh, uh, and therefore he would be zoicha also, uh, therefore the same way that we cause a zivug with our tefillah, we would be zoicha also to find a zivug uh, ourselves. Gam mita he bechinas parnasa, and a mita also is a bechina of parnasa. K'moy shekasov b'shivri lachem mate lachem. It's a pasuk by the curses. It says, "When I break the staff of bread, mate lachem is a lashon mate is like a staff. It's a lashon of support." So we see that mate, a staff, which also we tied together so far with mate shvatim is tefila, and it's also mita because tefila generates a zivug. Also, is this lashon of Support and parnasa. Kishnemas are mata is garim zivugum of and canal. When the twelve matos, the twelve shvatim who are lining their tefillah up appropriately, that where Hakadosh Baruch Hu generates shefa, which resulted in kriyas yamsuf, which resulted in a, a miracle, a corresponding. A corresponding giving of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, even above nature, but also in a in another sense, it creates a zivug, which makes it that we're zocha to our zivug, but it also causes parnasa. Right, each shevet got what it needed to get from the the nurture of the land in in Klal Yisrael according to its needs and the character of the land that it had. Canal, and this is what it means. So we see that it's hard. The difficulty is in lining up to feel appropriately, but if one is able to line up to feel appropriately, Appropriately, so then he'll have uh, like Kriyas Yamsuf, uh, which is which is that difficulty, but that lining up and Hakadosh Baruch Hu will respond in kind with the Parnasa that we need uh, and also the Zivug. Which we, we, which we cause with our tefillah, so HaKadosh Baruch will give us midah k'neged midah. Gam hispalel, and Abba Binyam also davened al shiftai sheyizku l'shnei shulchanais. So he davened also for Hashavit, so to speak, that he should be zoichet to shulchanais. And that's what it means that his midah should be north-south, that his tefillah was, that, that he wanted HaKadosh Baruch to respond so that he should be zoichet to shulchanais because even though in the literal interpretation of the Gemara means his bed should be north south, uh, rather than east-west. However, he was saying that his davening should be should be directed north south. Because we oh, we direct our tefillah 
Mizrach, but the Shulchan, which by the way had 12 loaves, was uh, in the north because if you're looking to the if you're looking to the west towards the Kodesh Kadashim, so the Shulchan would be on the right, that's to the north, and the uh, and the Minaira would be to the south, that would be on your left. And therefore, if one focuses towards the Shulchan, the bread, the Lechma Panim, that would be that, that focus would be towards Parnasa, and a person focused towards the south to the uh, to the Minaira, so then that would be towards the focus of Chachma. And therefore, a person who directs their tefillah tells one, so then he, Abishol, wanted, Abba Yamin, rather, sorry, wanted that a Kaddish Baruch should respond in kind, that he should focus his tefillah to the north and the south. He should be Zaycha to Chachma and also to Ashiras, period. Now, so we explained that a person needs to elevate their tefillah to its source, to line it up appropriately. And in order to do that, a person needs to understand what where their source of tefillah is, because a Kaddish Baruch is giving sustenance to the 12 different chalakim of Klal Yisrael, to the 12 different shvatim. And there, therefore, we're going to explain also that we see that by Yaakov Avinu, so Yaakov was Nichlal, he was Kailal, the, the 12 Shvatim, uh, and therefore he was able to draw down Parnasa because he was at the Shairesh. Where, where are we going to see this? For Yaakov, but now by the way, just to, to point out, this is again not the first time that we've had this concept in Tyra Zion, which we have parallels over here. Uh, it talks about uh, that Amunas Bechinas Tefillah, and therefore when there was a lacking of Vimuna, so it, it resulted in Gullus. Uh, refer back over there that the, since the Gaula comes from uh, from Amuna. So then, when there was a lack, when there was a chisarn in Amunah, so then that's when that's when it resulted in galus. And uh, just but the point we made over there, Vidafka Yaakov Ubanav Yardu Mitzrayim, that it was Dafka Yaakov and his sons that went to Mitzrayim. Kihem bechin Hashnei Masar Neschayis Hatfila Vahayrud Aisam Begalus. When there was a lacking in Amunah, which Amunah's Tfila, so that resulted in galus, and that happened at the time of Yaakov Ubanav because they were the ones; they were essentially the embodiment or the source. They were at the Sherish of Tfila, and if that's where the Concern was uh, we, we referenced because Avram Avinu said Ma'ida, but that's where the the gullus, uh, that that's where the gullus occurred. We also mentioned. Uh, we also mentioned that the, the, what we're going to talk over here is a connection between Yaakov and Tefillah and ultimately being able to direct Shefa because he was at the source. Each Shevet, each Shevet was at the source of its Sheva, but Shefa, but since Yaakov Avinu was, was Nichlal everything and he was at the source by, do, by engaging in Tefillah, he was able to direct the Shefa where he wanted to do it and he directed ultimately a double portion. The Bechara was taken away from Ruven and Yaakov was redirected it to Yosef, but we see a connection of Yaakov and Yosef and Tefillah also in Tyre Bey's Ice Gimel. We said Bishvil Zah, over there we were talking about the element of Shmiras Habris and why Yosef was Zaycha, but it said over there, Bishvil Zah Kibel Yosef is Habachaira, Dafka Miyakov. Uh, we spoke about the appropriate way to daven over there, which is a bechina of mishpat. Of uh, go back if if we've uh, heard over there. But so we're seeing really these these tyras start to come together. So Yaakov was if each shevet has its source, but they were all within they were all within Yaakov. He knew each shevet b'sharsho at its shayresh b'shvilzek sivbe vayesof Yaakov ragla. He gathered his feet into his bed. Raglov zebechinas tefila. Where do we see that Raglov is a lashon of tefila? Kamoshakosov tzedek lefonov yehalech. That tzedek will walk. Righteousness will walk uh, before. Let me just if we can. Uh, I guess give me half a second. We'll just say what the uh, the pasuk is in Tehillim. Pehe yedale. Just to see it in context. It says. Uh, the man of righteousness, righteousness will walk before him and set on the path uh, his footsteps. Okay, but the way that we're going to learn it, Tzedek Lefonov Yehalech is going to be Tzedek, we're going to learn as Tefillah because. Uh, because it says that a person, uh, the Gemara brings, that it's, a, we said it's a pasr for a person should not do his own chafatzav, his own needs, before he davens, before he provides, so to speak, the needs of the world, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is responding and give everything. That's really at the source. A person, before he sustains himself, should daven, and the Gemara over there brings a pasr, tzedek lefan of yehalech v'yasem l'derech pa'amav. And Rashi says, over there, tzedek is tefillah shematzdikai l'barai. That uh, that that tefillah right, makes one right before his creator. So over here it says, "Selach fun of Yehalech." 
that that tefila comes first, uh, because, and we see over there that tefina is bechina of regel because tzedek goes tzedek lefan of yahalech going is a lashon of regel, and therefore we see that tzedek is a lashon of tefila. So when Yaakov was gathered in this raglov into the bed, so then he was able to be koilel the tefila from all of the shvatim, and the mita is a lashon of mata hainu shayim asev kolat tefilas kalachas l'sharsho. He was able to be at the source of where all of the tefilas have their individual source, and he was he was behind that, so to speak. He was at the sherish of all of that. And therefore, because Yaakov Avinu was able to attach at the source and draw chiyos all the way from there, he was able to, also able to direct the shefa to give an extra to give that bechira to give that double portion. There was a fry menasha to Yosef that Yaakov said he gave Yosef an extra portion. Uh, it says uh, which he took uh, the end of the over there the targum says that my sword and my bow is a tefila and bakasha through through the tefila Yaakov was able to gain the portion that he was able to divvy up and we're going to see what the lashon of shechem is because because through his tefila he was able to be at the source of that faucet and he was able to direct the, the, the source of the energy and because ultimately when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives chiyas and source and shef and bounty to the world so it comes again through a spiritual system so if a person is able to attach at an earlier force in the system he can direct it and the way that that comes down to the world is in different levels the three levels that we're going to be discussing is Shehem Oilam Shechem HaShafal the Shin is Shafal the lower world this world Oilam HaKoychavim Chaf is stands for the Kachavim, the Mazalos, which are a level earlier talking about and how things are directed. Shin Chaf Mem. So, however, we understand, I have a note actually in Sichas Haran, it says that uh, that the letters on the dreidel, Nun Gimel Shin, is uh, is the Lushen of Nivdal, which is Nivdalim or Malachim. Galgal is Lushen of, uh, of the Kachavim, and Shafal is the lower world. But we, we see, again, when we look under the hood, we end up seeing these ideas manifest in so many other areas that on their own, looking from the outside in, we don't see any connection, but looking from the inside out, we see that all of Tyra and all of reality is connected. And therefore, once Yaakov Avinu was Nichlal at the source of Chiyas, he had the Kayach of Tefillah. We saw in the second, uh, in the second, uh, the second Tyra, the idea of, of how one is able to use the sword of Tefillah properly with Mishpat, but he was able to d- direct Shefa to Yosef, uh, which would come out and uh, be, be a line now in the world that Yosef would have that extra portion in the Bechar. So that that way the energy invested in the world and all of its, in the different layers of the world uh, would be as, as Yaakov directed it and Yaakov is to be able to do this through his tefillah and Yaakov was zoichad to this uh, to this that he was able to redirect through his tefillah and bakasha okay one more piece so now that we explain, explain that a person uh, needs to daven with all of their kayach and to be able to attach to, uh, once one is able to do that uh, to, to daven and invest with with effort uh, and we'll see through MS we're going to see now and then he will be able to, to align up his pipeline at the source of where HaKadosh Baruch responds and sends the Shefa back through which we saw connections with Kriyas Yamsuf because the Shefatim were able to do this resulting in 12 different lanes and we saw that uh, Parnasa that HaKadosh Baruch if we daven properly then HaKadosh Baruch sends Parnasa and since our Tefillah causes a Zivug so HaKadosh Baruch Hu also responds in kind and gives us the bracha that will be successful with the zivug. So now we're going to explain some of the challenges that we have in engaging a properly in tefillah and how we can how we can overcome them. Ois gimel. So a, a, a person when they go to daven, there's a special uh, negative school, I guess you could say, that a person can get very distracted, and there could be machshavo zaros, and there could be foreign thoughts that come to him. All of a sudden, he's going to have these foreign thoughts. Now, this is not the first time, again, that we've seen this, because if we remember from uh, Tyra Bay's 
We said uh, he was talking about this in Ice Hay. He says Iker Shel Machshava Zaros Hemayde Kilko Hamishpat because again we said that the way to engage Tefillah appropriately was through this Mida of Mishpat, and therefore we said over there that that Machshava Zaros come which surround a person like a cloud, but uh, and a, uh, the way that the Machshavas are able to mess up a person's Tefillah comes through a Kilko of Mishpat, uh, and we discussed it over there as well. And again referencing Yaakov, we said Ki Mishpat Hu and we went on. So again, these concepts are starting to really uh, gel together. So a person stands up to Davin and Machshava Zaras come to him. Um, we're going to see later on in Tyra Lamed, uh, Rabbeinu is going to say that Kol hadas all the different things that come to a mind, uh, that all of them come and they, they attach a tefillah. So if a person finds this, he shouldn't necessarily think that there's something wrong with him. He's not distracted the rest of the day, only during tefillah. It's because there's a, the, the, the Sitra Achra and these negative forces are coming specifically to distract him and derail him during tefillah. And these this, these, these external forces are surrounding him, and it leads him in the darkness. He's not going to be able to daven appropriately. A person is in a cloud. He's in a blanket of these outside thoughts. right? Like schach, like sukkah. It's a lesson of being surrounded. The Rishayim will be surrounded by the Rishayim. In this case, we're referring to the Risham as these, these negative forces. They'll surround him. So let's just see the, the, the Pasuk and Tehillim for a second, which literally says, um, one second, uh, literally says, Saviv Rishayim is halachan. On every side, the wicked are walking. Kerum zulus levnei adam. When zulus, when uh, baseness, when uh, uh, like a lesson of zilzul is exalted among mankind. But the Gemara uh, actually learns this as tefillah. Rum is also a lesson of exalted. Kerum zulus. The Gemara in Bracha says that the, that tefillah is something that people are mizalzal in, and it brings this pasuk. Kerum zulus that people are mizalzal in something that's inherently rum. It's inherently exalted. So it says back in the text over here that the Risham, which are klipos, are surrounding one kirum zulus hainu b'shas because rum is a lashon of tefillah sheyomedes berumo shalulam, which is at the island, which is at the heights of the world. And therefore, once a person is distracted, they're not able to daven appropriately. So therefore, the, the tefillah is not going to hit its mark, which again, we talked about the idea of a pure tefillah, which is able to affect a person at the, at the meichin and the fifth tefillah. And when a person is distracted, so even when he davens, it's not going to have the, be able to have the proper effect and fix up the akmimis shebelev so that he can have a pure heart and be a kli to be uh, in line with the ratzon Hashem. Vidash, yesh p'sachim so now the problem is, what do we do? We're in darkness and we're not able to daven appropriately. We need to find a window out of the darkness. So there are many psachim latzeis misham to be able to get out of the darkness. A person, right, a person is, he gets siyata deshmaya, but a person who is, wants to go in the wrong direction, the openings are there for him. There are many ways that he can end up falling into this, uh, in, into Tumuf. That's the direction he wants to go. Nimza, sheyesh psachim harbei b'chayshech which means that there will be many, if there are many windows into darkness, there are going to be many windows as he's able to get out. Interestingly, the Likute Halachas talks about what does it mean that there are many windows. So just a, an interesting Likute to, to keep in mind. Yeah, I'll quote from him. He says, uh, person goes window to window. As a person becomes distracted by one thought, he ends up in a second thought, he ends up in a third thought, a fourth thought, and by the time he looks back, he's not one window away from where he started off. He doesn't even know how to get back in the maze. He just goes from one to another, to another, to another, and another until he has a hard time finding his way back. But if there are many windows out and there are many openings in the wrong direction, those openings are available in the right direction also. However, a person has to find a way to shine the light through those windows. The problem is the person needs the aura. A person needs the light. He doesn't know how to find the Pesach. Right? The Masil Sisharm in the beginning talks about a person who's blind, you know, that there's 
Uh, blind to pitfalls. All right, there's different types of uh, blindness. A person walking around in the dark. Sometimes a person can walk into a pole because he doesn't see the pole, or sometimes a person even see the the pole and think it's a person. He sees the negative and he thinks it's positive. So there's different types of chayshech. But a person, in order to he falls out of the windows, in order to find his way back, he needs to figure out a way to unblind himself to attach himself to the R. Vidash ms. How does a person find the R through truth? A person has to be anchored. Uh, a person has to be anchored in MS. The, the, uh, the, the, the way we say, now just to focus, we've said already that tefillah and emunah are the same. When we have tefillah, what are we doing? We have all these things that are going on in this world, but we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the world every single second, and nature is the system that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into place, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates and runs the world every single second, and therefore when we daven a tefillah, that, that really is a function of emunah. We are attaching ourselves, we're anchoring ourselves deeper, right? We're, we're, we're deeper than all of the nature. We're anchoring ourselves in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chais Ma'ishel HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Emes, right? And therefore the, we said in Terezayin also, of Ali Efshe Lavai Le'emunah Ali Emes. Over there, uh, so it's worth it to go back and hear, we said that Amuna, as much as people talk about Amuna Pshuta, a person needs to come to that from an intellectual point. A person needs to come to it to Emes. Amuna is built on Emes, otherwise you could have Amuna in the wrong thing. That's Pesi Yaman Chaldavra. A fool will believe anything. He's naive. True Amuna is anchored in, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, true Amuna is, an, is anchored in truth, it's built on truth, and therefore Tefillah also is built on truth. And when, you know, the way that a person puts truth in tefillah is if a person is davening, they're saying, we'll start like this. If you have a bar mitzvah boy who's reading a, a speech, sometimes they, read, they understand all of the words. It's not that they don't believe it, but the question is, is are, they re- are they reciting, are they reading something, or are they speaking the words in truth? Meaning, they read, thank you to Tati and Mami, or they, t- they, they, they say something about, you know, an incident that happened that, they're, that they have a lot of appreciation for, that they were very emotional by. They understand the words that they're reading, and they might even know that the words are correct. But is it that they're reading words, or is it that they wanted to express an emotion of thanks? And somebody gave them this piece of paper and said, the way that you should express this emotion is through these words. So when we say, we understand the words. Are we saying to Hashem, we th- we are in debt to you. We have gratitude to you. Thank you. Or are we just reading the words that we understand? Or are we using these words as a vehicle to express our emotion? We thank you. When we say Rifa'enu, Hilhas, Barechalenu, are we telling Akadish Baruchu, give us bracha, give us healing? Baruch Ata. Ata is the biggest one of the biggest expressions of Amuna, I think, for Victor Miller says is Ata, you. We recognize that we're standing opposite Akadish Baruchu, so to speak. We're having this dialogue. Do we understand? the words or are the words true? And when we say that, uh, we, uh, we need that, we, we read through Tachanam. On Monday and Thursday, we talk about how much we have a virus that we need Hashem, that we're davening. Do we mean those words or do we think, I'm a pretty good guy. I don't really need things. I really deserve my own existence. But Lemaisa, these are the words of tefillah. You grant me das for free. It's a gift. Do I really think that? Why do I think? I'm a smart enough guy. Yeah, Kodesh Baruch gives extra stuff also. But the reason that I, that I have certain character traits is because I have them. Or is it a gift from a Kodesh Baruch Chaninus. It's free. It's free. I don't deserve it. I don't do anything that deserves it. It's coming from Hashem. So our tefillah, if we're gonna, if, if we want to anchor ourselves in tefillah, if we want to invest the R, we want to attach ourselves to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the tefillah has to be rooted in MS. And and that way will shine R, a little bit of R, could drive away a lot of darkness. A person will be able to find that Pesach. Because the Iker R, so to speak, the one who shines the light is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu Emes. If something is true now, but it's not true tomorrow, then it's not inherently Emes. Sheker is not, if something is not true, that means that you know, if I tell you a lie and you believe it, but you can only believe it until I'm exposed. Something that the only thing that's inherently true is something that's true on its face. Two plus two is true and it will always be true. Now that's not inherently MS because I guess HaKadosh Baruch Hu within the world that's an inherent truth. HaKadosh Baruch Hu I guess could have created a world with different pieces so that that was not a statement of truth. The only the only inherent infinite truth that always is is HaKadosh Baruch Hu and therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu MS and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is 
is the one that's able to be mayor, to shine in the R through this chayshach and, and create this anchor. Kamayshakasif Hashem Ayri Viyishi. Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Ayri, Hakadosh Baruch Hu lights it up. Vayde Sheker who Masalik is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but through Sheker and this Tefillah is what can attach ourselves to Hashem. And what do we do if we are not lined up in truth, but rather our Tefillah is in a bubble? It's it's not anchored in truth, but rather it's it has elements of Sheker. I'm not really paying attention to what I'm speaking. I'm speaking on my own terms. I'm davening for my own priorities. Right? Are we davening for Ruchnius? Are we davening for Tyro or the Gashmius so that we can do Ratzon Hashem? Or are we davening maybe even, maybe this is an element of Sheker also for something that goes against Ratz and Hashem. I daven for my priorities which are not lined up from Hashem. Hashem Lashav. It's talking really about not swearing falsely, but the way that we're going to learn the Pasuk is Tisa is to like remove Kiyalide Shav through falsehood, Mesalikas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where Sisa Hashem Hashem. We are removing the connection to Hashem. Ki doiver shkarim, a person whose lips speak Sheker, lo yikain l'neged enav, will not be established before Hashem. But if a person is able to be makasher himself, he's able to invest his words with MS. He's creating his words are expressive of lined up of an attachment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tefillah is emuna, and emuna is built on emes, right? A person who is able to invest truth in his words. Hakadosh Baruch Hu shayich hu shayich emo. Then Hakadosh Baruch Hu is reflected in this person. Hakadosh Baruch Hu dwells with this person. This person's acts, his thoughts, his speech, his deeds are reflective of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The shechina is resting with him. That's reflective of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Kamei shekasov karev Hashem lechol karev lechol asheri kruhu beemes. Right? That's Hakadosh Baruch Hu is close to those who call out to him. We have to initiate that process, right? Now, the truth, it doesn't mean you see people that don't dive and that get things also, but those people, animals, animals also have a lot of things provided for them, but that's not via a relationship. I think we spoke out last week or two weeks ago that after all of the brachas that we get, there are people that are going to have health and wealth and all that other stuff and they don't daven. But afterwards, what do we say? We say, Shemea tefillah. It's not just that we end up wanting agav to end up having certain uh, the benefits in the world. It's Shemei Tfila. It's via a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uksha HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ima, when Hashem is with us, who meyer lo eich leitzei me'achayshech, Hashem will light up how we can get out of the chayshech, hamaynei oso betfila, which is shielding us from creating that relationship with Hashem. Kamosha Kasav, Hashem Ayri, Hashem is light. Okay, last piece, last thoughts. Vizet Perush. Based on the Balshem of a teva, this is a pasuk by Nayach, but a teva is a word. We're going to say that teva is also words of tefillah. I heard from uh, from Rabbi Maimon that uh, that certain sfarim say that the teva is representative of Yudke Vavke. There are so many deep things Yudke Vavke, which is uh, the, the name the the the. the, the primary name that we use to relate to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Yud K is 10 and 5 uh, Vav. So 10 times 5 is 50 times 6 is 300. The Teva was 300 by 30 by 50. So then the Yud K is 10 times 5 is 50 and the second Vav K is 6 times 5 is 30. So we see that the Teva is, is reminiscent, is, is, we, we, is paralleled in Yud K Vav K. Uh, a lot of things like this. We say is that Sukkah, right? We Say that we are Hakadosh Baruch Hu Sakaisa is a lushen of shelter, right? The the middle two, the vav and chaf are twenty six, is like the the gematria of yud ke vav ke, and the outer letters of samache is sixty five, is a gematria of alav dalid nun yud. He brought. I don't know where he brought it from, but in any event, we see that there's there's a panemius in certain things that we have that we do. So it says that this is the parish of tsoyer la tase la teva. And interestingly, in the Rav Chaim Kramer note, he brings the parparais lachachma. He's talking about instructions that were given to Nayach, given to Nayach, explaining that the floodwaters started as normal rainfall, that they started as as a, as a blessing. And we do daven for certain things that are gashmias that are in this world, and those things used appropriately and related to appropriately could bring a bracha. And that the teva refers to our words, uh, to our words of uh, the teva is our words of tefillah, and we can relate to the rain as bracha and as positive things. But if a person doesn't pray properly, it turns into a flood and it turns into something that becomes turbulent and something that drives him, that, that drives him away. And, the tfila, that, and then he has the tefillah and the tefillah have to break through that. 
So it says, Rashi, Yesh there's two different versions of what a tsayar is that Rashi brings. It's something that causes light. Some say that it was a window. A window does not provide its own light. And some say that it was a light generating gem or rock. What's the difference in the two uh, the two avenues that we can go in explaining what a tsayar is? does not generate its own light. It provides others to be able to shine light through. But if there's no light, then it won't be able to shine any light through. But a different version of what a tsayar is, it generates its own light. Who mayor be atzmo? Now, there are some people who invest one level of MS, but it's not at the utmost level of MS, and therefore their words are not able to, uh, on their own, generate light. We, we've said before, uh, uh, what we'll say in a second, there's yesh oimrim chalain, there are some people whose words are a chalain, uh, and there are those whose words are an evan mayor, and it's able to break through the choshech, it's able to shine out the light. Rabbi Kramer brings in the note that, that he says, his way of uh, explaining this, uh, okay, it says that most people have ups and downs, and if a person who's not holding, uh, he, so he, he talks about this uh, not not in any individual tefillah, but he says a person who has ups and downs, he's like a window. There are times that he is able to attach, sometimes he's not. Maybe you could say that a window is sometimes open and closed, I don't know. But he says that he needs a boost from others. So if he's relying on others, so then he's like a light, which can let the light of others through, right? We've spoken about it one attack attaching their tefillos to a tzaddik, but there are rare individuals, there are tzaddikim, who do not endure this ongoing struggle to maintain their strong moments and enthusiasm, and they're able not only to bring down light for themselves, but to shine on others as well, and that's one of the ideas that's the source of binding our prayers to a tzaddik, of linking ourselves up to somebody who has that strong connection to the uh, to the light, but even on an individual way, I guess maybe we could perhaps say that you know different even even different feelers. Some have a better uh, a better uh, a better attachment back at the source, and sometimes we uh you know we, we don't have that as much. But in any event, we vaiter drop vida ms. The power of our tefillah is to the extent to which we are investing our tefillah with ms, like we discussed that that lines itself up with uh, anchors us in Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Hashem Ayri Viyashi, and that's how we are able to have our tefillah generate light, so to speak, via the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ki ikar ha'aruhu HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'HaKadosh Baruch Hu hu etzem ha'emes, like we explained, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, 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 HaKadosh Baruch Hu is emes, right, infinite. V'ikar ishtoikiko shel Hashem is Baruch, and so to speak, the desire of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, enoi elo, MS is for MS, and that's where Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to be sheichin. That's where there's going to be Ashra Sashchina, where we are lined up via MS. By the teva, it says that the top of the teva. It was like one of our roofs, it, it, it sloped until it reached one ama up top. But techalena can mean to be complete, could be finished, it ended, that's where the roof ended. But a kalais could also be a desire. Lushen vatechal nefesh david. It's a lushen of, it's a lushen of desire. It's, it's a lushen of desire. One second. If ama he he might size because ama is reminiscent of the he might size the five expressions of the mouth when we daven and we articulate letters. There are five different parts of the mouth that that comes from. Some letters come from the the throat, uh, an aleph, a ches, uh, a he, an or a, a ches. Right, aleph. So if, if it's said ayin is from the throat, some come from the palate. A gimel it comes from the top of the mouth. A yud with the tongue against the the yud. Chaf is we Ashkenaz will say a chaf and ches, but they'll say it the same. But these are coming from different parts of the mouth. The tongue will generate the dalid and the tes and the lamid. So there are five different expressions of where we articulate things from, and that's what a lashon is of ama because as aklulim me'eshu mayim words are are kolol. They come from ash from fire and water. A person who's very who dry in the throat. There's no moisture there, so then they won't be able to speak. But there's a chamimas halev to generate 
generate expression also comes from emotion, comes from heat. So Esh, Mayim, and is Aleph, Mem, and then Hey, Moitzah, is that's Aleph, Mem, Hey. So that means that an Amma is representative of the two things that go into speech, the ability to physically speak, the Chamimus, the warmth, the emotion, the fire, and the five ways of expression. That a Kaddish Baruch Hu sees that we speak the MS with truth, and therefore a Kaddish Baruch Hu will desire to dwell with us. And when a Kaddish Baruch Hu comes to us to hear our tefillahs, to be with us, then he, Hashem Kaddish Baruch Hu provide that light, and therefore our tefillahs in truth will create this connection and this light that will get us out of the Chayshech, so that we will not be distracted and our tefillahs will not be disturbed. That's why the Am Ama Techalen, we said that Ama is Aleph Mem He is representative of Tfilah, but Aleph Teft Mem is Ama Techalen and Mumala Rashi Tevis MS, Kialide MS, Akadish Barhu Chaimade, Milamala Lishka Nema Adam, through MS, through our truthful prayers that are anchored in MS, Akadish Barhu is Techalena, he desires. To be shaykhain, to dwell with us. And then, the opening of the teva for our tefillahs to attach, to go through. It will be in the tzida, in the side, but it will get us out of our entrapment, right? Tzad is a lesson of entrapment. The words of tefillah that go out with emes, it will get us an opening from the darkness that we are trapped within. This is the foreign thoughts, the chayshech that are entrapping us. Where you see that tzad is entrapment. And Esav is also representative of the klipa, the things that are entrapping us. But what was entrapping us, right? But what was entrapping us was this darkness that was surrounding us. And we weren't able to see the MS. We didn't have R. We didn't have light. But once we're able to speak in truth, think about what we're saying and invest our kaychis, and not only into the tev, into the bakasha, but into the aizyais, into the for coming from the five parts of our mouth, to be fully invested where our thoughts and our speech are aligned up in truth. And it's really us who are talking to Hashem that cuts through the darkness. Hashem Ariviyashi, that's Amuna, that's above nature that'll cause Parnasa and Zivug, it'll cause the Kaddish Baruch Hu to split the Yamsa for us if we, if we daven appropriately, it's Kashep. And then this is where we invest, we're able to cut through and attach ourselves to Hashem. And we'll be able to be masakin the three layers that says by the Teva, but what are the three layers? The Shechem, that, that when, when Yaakov Avinu was able to direct the Shefa to give Yosef Shechem, uh, an extra Shechem over his brothers, what Shechem? And as it was a two-line note, ah, this is a, a, an addition, it says there is one t'nai for tefillah because we're going to see that, that it's coming really off of a question uh, about what, what that Rabbi Nassim asks, why when we're going to quote the Rabbi Bachana, it's going to be about Tyra. We didn't talk about Tyra at all. We didn't talk about Tyra at all. All we're talking about is tefillah. He says, no, because there's a prerequisite. Tyra is MS. Tyra is expression of Ratz and Hashem. In order to have any MS, what's your MS based on? It's based on what you think is truth. The truth is, is that Tyra is the original anchor. Achsh, Yevshel, Espalo, because it can't be a chassid uh, if, you're, if a person is an amaretz. Ultimately, what are our thoughts based on? What are our desires? Are they our own personal autonomous? We're an individual. We're separate from Hashem. No, we have to be rooted and based. We, we, we have a Torah mind. That's really what defines the MS. So if a person doesn't have Torah, they don't even have any MS to begin with. A person who's not listening, engaged in Torah at all, uh, so then the, the, their tefillah is also going to be a toyeva, a disgrace, uh, a uh, uh, toyeva is a uh, 
is a uh, abomination. And therefore, this is this is the first part of the Torah, and it gives us a little bit of our marching orders. Again, go back and listen because it was unbelievable to Torah seven. But now we talked about over there MS and Amuna and Amuna built on MS. Now we see that the Tefillah itself, in order to have really what's what's an actual Tefillah itself, the Tefillah also is is, is one uh, with MS, and and this is uh, this is the beginning of something that we can start to think about. Be'ezus Hashem is Barach next Sunday.